Why? To Horsefly Chronicles Radio with Julia and Philip Siracusa. Sponsored by Carnation. Airing live on United Public Radio Network on 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. This show's opening has been produced, edited, narrated by Gwen Luckett at gluckett.com Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monday night segment of Horsefly Chronicles Radio with myself, Julia Syracusa, and Phil Syracusa. We are broadcasting live from the United Paranormal Radio Network on 105.3 FM and 107.7 FM from New Orleans. We are fully sponsored by Carnation, so we want to thank them for their sponsorship. We love them. You'll have to do a few things in order to participate and chat. You can go to our YouTube station, UFO Paranormal Radio. You can go to all the Facebook stations, UFO Paranormal Radio um, Network, I'm sorry, UFO Undercover with Joe Montaldo. News on the flip side, Twitch, SoundCloud, Podbeam, and of course, um, our group Horsefly Chronicles Radio. And if you have any questions for our guests, please ask. We already have quite a few people in chat already. Yeah, it's so <laughs> great. So guys, please welcome to the show, Miss Allison Carmani. Allison is an intuitive and spiritual medium dedicated to one's true purpose and finding answers for countless women and empowering women to connect deeply with their inner selves, um, he healing with trauma and, and to reclaim their worth. Allison has millions of views and followers and has helped so many clients get to a better place in life. So please, let's welcome her to the show. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It's awesome to be here. Oh my wow, goodness. there's so many good things about you. Oh, I, yeah. it's, it's been awesome. It's been definitely a journey to get here, so. <laughs> Great. Wow. We have chat is very, very full, I have to say. So hello, every everyone who's listening and in chat. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining yes. us tonight. Allison, you know, take us to the beginning of your story. Tell us and the listeners a little bit about like how you started and when did you realize that you had these gifts? Well, it it's very interesting because I don't have some experience as from a childhood perspective, which most mediums and psychics do. But instead, this gift came to me during COVID. And um, I usually, I've been studying metaphysics and spirituality for like 30 years. So I had already been, you know, exploring, I'm like study. I'm just someone that loves to learn and study. And so that I have been doing like, like life coaching, business coaching. And then I, during COVID, I wasn't able to travel, wasn't able to do any of the things that I was doing. So it's like, stop my whole lifestyle. So there was a more time that I was just like sitting with myself and I was on a call with someone and it was a coaching call. And then I start first time I saw people that had passed over and I was like, Oh my God, what is this? I'm like, I'm like, 
I'm seeing somebody, they, they're showing me their pearl earrings. And she's like, well, that's my aunt Pearl. And I was like, what? I'm like, and now they're arguing about money. And like, that's my mom and my aunt. And I was like, I had no idea. I had never had a reference for this before. Like, and I always just thought I was really good at coaching and I would know what to tell people to do with their business, would know what to tell them to do. But what I realized that what I realized was that I was actually just psychically tapping into them and I would, and, and that the mediumship piece then came later. And so I, I wanted to know, like, I wanted to know what this is and like, how do I help people with this? And so I went to school for two years and um, this school is in Lilydale, New York. And it's actually where there's a lot of paranormal stuff and oh, wow. a lot of ghosts, a lot of stuff, because it's the home of spiritualism. And um, as soon as I got to this place, um, I just knew, I'm like, this feels like home. Because, and then I um, did, you know, finished a two-year program there. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> and then, so, but then... Like, but then I realized I've, I was like called to it again. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like this, I realized that I've got to use the channel. And if I don't use the yeah, channel yeah. on a regular basis, I, it turns into frustration. Mm -hmm. It's like, kind of like an yeah. open channel. It's like, I use the channel and then it, it like releases. Does that make sense? Yeah. A lot of people have that similar experience and I didn't realize I'd be like, oh, I'm feeling so frustrated. And then I'd realize, okay, I'd use the channel. And I'm like, oh, I feel, I feel like uplifted. I feel good. So, um, so then I I've done like, like hundreds of readings from my certification. And then that's how I really got good. And then just what I found that people really are more interested in is not necessarily the psychic, but the mediumship. Yes, because mm -hmm. it's proof that spirit really is here, and like can, you can prove that. And yeah. for me, it was like proving to myself. I'm like analytical. I wanted to understand, like, is there is this real? Like, <laughs> and I had so many like like so many readings of like, okay, there's no way this person would have even known this. They had to ask their mom. They had to ask like other other family members. It's like so I realized, okay, this is like real stuff. <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing. I yeah. that that I love that story. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So this was during COVID. Yeah. Wow. So it wasn't even that long ago that this 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 came. You know this, and you know I'm sh I'm always shocked by it. Like what is what comes out of the reading, and like how, what how do I know this and all that stuff. Uh, you know I can relate to this. And do, do you think? It's so weird how everybody is starting to really open up more the yes. older they get because it happened to me too. Mm -hmm. it's, do you have like an answer for that? Like, why is this happening to so many people now? I really mm -hmm. think that it's the great awakening that's happening. Mm -hmm. And um, so I went to go use a hashtag on TikTok as the great awakening and it was blocked. And I was like, why are they blocking this? And then I went to do research on that tag. And I found out that the great awakening happened like three times before in history. And I thought, well, if we all knew that we we're part of the great awakening, then we could gather away gather together, like, just like it was Black Lives Matter. It's like everybody gathered together. It's like the great awakening, everybody. So we're not having our own individual awakening. Instead, we're having it as a collective, right? But there's no way to come together. Everyone is having this awakening to some degree and we're all separated. Mm. And so they don't want us to band together to realize, oh my gosh, I'm having these, I'm having these strange occurrences happening. I'm having this, like so many people are messaging me on, on a day-to-day -day basis saying like, I want to learn how to harness the skill. I want to learn how to develop my intuition because I'm having this happen to me. Wow. Yeah. What does, um, when you say medium and you channel people like that, can you explain that in more detail? So what does channeling mean? Well, channeling is, cha when someone's channeling, they can either channel and get someone that's passed over or you can get someone a celestial being, or you can get an ET, right? That's like, that's where you're just opening to the energy. And for me, I like to do evidential mediumship because the 
angel. I can say, oh, I've got, you've got a guardian angel or you've got, you know, there's no proof in that. And um, so what I found is um, when I go into somebody's energy, depending upon the person's, how they passed over the death or whatever, like I'll actually have to drop my frequency and my energy to be with the person that has passed over. But when I'm connecting with the angelic beings, that's a higher vibration, connect with the ETs, that's a higher vibration than that. So it's like, they're all at a different frequency. Aha. Uh -huh. So they're on a different frequency. Are they on a different playing field when paranormal investigators like myself go out there and investigate and sometimes you'll get something that um it seems like it's from another world and sometimes you'll get a regular ghost spirit someone's crossed over so there are different playing fields that we're communicating with yes and we're they're just different dimensions and each dimension is different beings like if you know um it's like you could even connect with the you can connect with the angelic beings or you can connect with the demonic you know it's all at a certain frequency yeah and i agree and a lot of people and even me myself because uh, i want to tell this to the viewers i was scared to do this because of you know, oh, like whatever, you know, whatever the, the myths are. But what I found was, and this is why I found consistently with other people is like, when you're in fear about this, you're bringing that energy in and you're going to attract more of that. But um, if you are at a high frequency, you know, you're holding your energy in a high frequency and you don't buy into the, that energy, then you can't be affected by it. Does that make sense? Because you're, you can only connect to that lower energy and feed into that when you're at the frequency of fear. Yes. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. So, so they try to break you down to that level, the lower vibration, so that they feed off of you. And then it makes a lot of sense. I mean, we obviously live in a haunted house, so we can relate to that. Now, time for the good stuff, everybody. This special guest tonight had said she was going to give me, Phil Syracuse, that's right, a.k.a. Phil right here, a reading. <laughs> so go ahead and lay on me. Okay. So we... He's like a little child. Are we, like ready? child. Are we ready to air Phil's dirty laundry? <laughs> Let's air it all. Let's do it. I'm smiling right now, but I hope I'm going to be smiling at the end of the reading. Your okay. uh, discretion is advised. If you're under 18 years old, you better log off right now. <laughs> this is, uh, not rated PG, so we don't know what but that is going to be rated. So, uh, you know. Okay, so what I'm going to do first is I'm going to connect in, in psychically, and then we'll do we'll move to anybody that's passed over. If you have some loved ones that have passed over, oh wow, okay. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the first thing is when I connect it with your energy, it's like you take nothing at face value. It's like everything is like. Um, some sort of deeper there's some deeper meaning or something behind this and, and i've got to dig to get it does that make sense yeah <laughs> it's like everybody and then and it's also there's also like everybody has to prove themselves it's like nobody can get like a, a free lunch pass it's like no they have to prove themselves yeah <laughs> and um so you know within your relationships it, like a lot of things it's like you have to work like there there's some skeptical things about like you see everything as a little bit skeptical does that make sense before you yeah. kind of trust that it's real it's like everything comes in as skeptic and then you're like okay uh, there's enough proof there's enough evidence for me to believe this is true yeah that's true but it has to go through the filter first <laughs> And it's like, like Phil's, times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Phil's filter of his like evidence, and it's got to go through like he has like a um, like how I'm seeing it is like a, a file for each piece of evidence. Okay, check that off. Check that off. <laughs> okay, this is finally passed my test. 
Yeah. Oh, I can definitely agree with that one. <laughs> There's a checklist for that one. Um, one of the things that's positive that maybe the viewers don't know about you is you have a lot of connection with your heart. And like, as a man, usually like men are disconnected, but you have this, um, like caring for people and like wanting to serve them like heart centered. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah, that does. And it's like, what can I do? Like, I hear you asking the question, like, what can I do for my viewers? How can I serve them? Like, how can I get the information? Like, how can I bite, make the information in bite-sized pieces to serve them? And it's like, that is, that's like your drive to constantly show up and improve yourself based on like helping others. Definitely. So it's like the drive isn't like to become better. It's like to, how can I serve people better? Does it make sense? Yeah, in the fashion of, you know, teaching the world that paranormal phenomenon does exist, that spirit guides do exist, and that's been my mission from day one. Oh, okay, cool, okay. Yeah, I don't know, I didn't like look at your eyes' background, I just saw like what was, what, you know, I just looked at, she sent me the message and then I just said, okay, I'll show up. <laughs> okay. Um, so have you had anybody pass over? Oh, well, I'm 56 years old, so I got quite a few on my bucket list. Okay. Give me the whole bucket list. How do I do that? Give me some of them. <laughs> I mean, we're talking aunts, uncles, family, cousins, relatives, friends, exes. We're talking, I don't even know where to start. Like, I'd have to go through the alphabet and take up the whole show. So... You can just tell me, you know, if anyone's coming through that wants to say, hey, what's up, Phil? Okay. And um, so right now I do have a male. Um, has your dad passed? No, no, he's still he's still alive. Okay. Um, so then your grandfather. Is has your grandfather yeah. passed? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I felt like this person um has a mentor energy. It's like, um, someone that you learned, um, you, you learned from, um, okay. When I see your grandfather and also I want to just preface that I, I, this could be somebody else. Um, but I'm going to give as much evidence as I can for you to say, yes, this is him. Okay. Um, so I see him working at a, uh, work station kind of like with wood, like sawing. Okay. Does this, does this have a connection? For okay. Like so the only, so when I was born, both my grandparents uh, were already deceased, the grandfathers. When I had a near death experience in 1981, I met my grandfather on the other side, um, who gave me some, somehow telepathy information um, and a welcoming. So, I took that back, um, but I never met him physically in the physical realm. Okay. So I'm going to do someone then that we can actually provide actual evidence of, you know, of, so that we can show the viewers this, but, um, so just give me someone else that you have. Okay. So my mom recently passed last December, 2022. Let's see if she's around. Okay. Okay. As soon as I connect in with her, she has this um, kind of like this bigger dress on that's gray is the base color with flowers and it's goes, you know, it's long dress. And um, her hair is like, like bigger through here. <laughs> and um, she's in the kitchen right now. And she's like, has like a tray of muffins. Does that seem like her, a description of her? Her hair was up. It was like, you know, I can't describe hair, but yeah, the hair is correct. The muffins in the kitchen is correct. The dress. Um, yeah, the dress could be. Yeah. The dress. I mean, the dress, I mean yeah, I, I don't know about the dress. Yeah. Um, but so 
And she's like, she's like motioning me for like hospitality. It's like, have a seat. Like, she's like someone that's like, goes out of her way to serve. It's like, she's getting me like, um, iced tea, lemonade. Like, what do I want to drink? Like, um, like making sure, like, how am I feeling? Are you okay? You know? And, um, I'm at this, like, it, it feels like even like a bench, like in the kitchen, like it's like a bench that's feels rounded. It's like, um, but like everything feels like it revolves around the kitchen and like how she can like her hospitality. That's Um, true. That is true. And like serving what I want, not like what do what does she want to serve me? Like like how can she's like she get the food for me that I would like? Like she wants to know in advance what is the food that I like so that she can make sure to have that ready for me. That's so true. That, so that, true. like I feel comfortable. Like it's all about my comfort, <laughs> you know? That's true. And um she's so sweet, like she's so connected to her heart and um like is loving, so loving, you know, like um if, like in expresses this consciously expresses outward the love. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. It's not like someone like usually that generation is very closed off mm-hmm. and not um, doesn't feel like comfortable or safe to express themselves in that way. But it's like um, your mom just has this loving, sweet energy that could like would never hurt a fly. Um, and, you know, how she views people and she has this strict side of her. It's like, don't double cross me. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah, no, she was very nice and caring and giving. Um, And she never really, you know, she never had anything bad to say about anybody. Yeah. So if I would ask you a question right now, like, did she know where I went a week ago uh, or something like that, that would resonate to her? Were you, are you able to channel that? Well, I can, I can see, but the thing is, they want to talk about what they want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, um, I've tried to get information, um, with them and then like specific information, they'll be go talking about something else because it's like what they feel is like they want, they have their time of what they want, what they want to talk about. It's like, um, for instance, is like, what they they told us in school is like don't talk about their clothing because they're gonna co- come in clothes already. So it's like that's not important. Talk about what they want to talk about. So um, let me see about where. Um, okay, so she just showed me um, a cemetery. Is is there a connection with that? One week ago. Okay. Yes. And it feels like there was, um, like, did you put, um, did you bring like plastic flowers and real flowers? No, I didn't bring anything. Okay. Cause it feels like she has some plastic flowers on her grave. That's true. Cause she's just motioning. Like, it's like, um, And, and she's saying like, sometimes those are removed and sometimes those are put it back. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's true too. They just um, regraded the ground over there, I noticed. Yeah. Um, Aww. Yeah, and so um, what she's showing me right now, um, a letter. Was there a letter? Um, yes. Wait, yeah. wait. Wait, this is my reading, Julie, not yours. You're my reading. I'm supposed to say yes, no, and give all the expressions. You're still in my reading. It's not fair. Tell me more about the letter. <laughs> it, um, it feels like it was written from mom to um, like Phil, um, and it was. Um, like kind of like a closure or something like, like more, it feels like there's something that um, like was being expressed, like finally expressed, like finally resolved. 
Okay. I don't know if that resonates with him, but it does resonate with me because uh, I did read a, write her a letter and I put it in her coffin okay. with her. Okay. So, yes. So it was a letter like that, but it was for me. Okay. And to be honest, I don't really think Phil really even knew about it until maybe like at the end. Okay. Okay. And also I want to tell you guys that I'm interpreting. So I don't get the information in like clear. I get the information and I have to interpret the information, yes. right? Because it comes in when information comes in, it comes in sign and symbol. So it's like, I have to get the information and then interpret the information based on like what I feel, what I'm feeling from it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, but I feel like there was like this, this finalization of like, like there was like in this letter was like the finalization of like what is like was the closing does that make sense well you know what makes sense about that is that it wasn't a physical letter but it was a spiritual letter and and the reason i say that is because when we knew she was going to cross over we said it's you should go it's time to go home meaning go home to the light um and we all said it individually and I, and I feel like that was the closing piece of the spiritual letter yes. that, okay. that was given is that it's okay. Yeah, because one of the things is, is like there was a hesitation on her part, but do you have a sister? Yes. Okay. And there feels like there was something that like needed to be said with her before your mom's crossing like something that your mom was waiting on in order to kind of like to finalize like, to feel safe to go i think well she did the same thing we all said it's time to go yeah um maybe she was was um was she waiting on your sister though i don't i don't know i i well I have two sisters, so that's a good question. I mean, okay, it's possible. It's possible, yeah. We that's possible because it's like what she was saying. What she's saying is like there was like there needed to be a finalization and everybody to be present for that finalization. Yeah. I agree with. That. I just got the chills on that one. That is true. I feel yeah. like she did wait until we were all there to say goodbye and to let her know that it was okay to go. Yeah. So, and this one, this sister feels like she had to travel. Like there's some, something about like her not coming. No, um, no. Well, she I mean, from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. It wasn't a long travel though, but you, okay. you well, travels travel. Yeah, that's true. Something about that was like, it's like she wanted to make sure that everybody was present. It's like, okay. and there was that, that resolution, um, that she could finally release. And she's showing me, she's telling me something about like her last breath. Um, it's like the breathe and then the exhale. It's like, um, mm -hmm. and then like, did, were you guys, did you guys see that? spirit leave no so, no we were we uh were there early afternoon and then we got the call 9 30 at night okay because what she's saying is is like they're okay maybe you felt it because what she's saying is she's acknowledging like your knowing of that last breath and then the release of her spirit did you feel that transition at home yeah we don't live in that state but at home i felt you know when you get that inner feeling of knowing like you're on edge and you already get, you don't want the news, but you're going to get the news. Right. So she said, she's just acknowledging that feeling that you got, like where you just, you have that knowing that she had crossed over, whether you consciously right. knew it or not, but she's saying that like, she's acknowledging your connection to, okay. to that. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, She's um, showing me some like knitting or sewing, and it feels like it's it's connected with a hat. So she used to knit back in the day, loved to knit and crochet, okay. make hats, scarves, 
sweaters, blankets. Okay. And do you still have a hat that she's knit? I, I don't think so. Um, probably at the house when I go visit, they're there, but not in my home. Not that I know of anyway. Okay, because she's referencing that now. It's like, uh, we got to keep your head warm. <laughs> she's saying we got to keep your head yeah, warm. Yeah, I did lose all my hair when I got married, so I better keep something warm. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I just blinked everything. I'm yeah. not blaming I'm saying kids, marriage, you know, stress. Like, we have, you know, we do, we, um, go ahead, I'll, I'll finish. So I don't have to have, I don't find a hat now, Julie. When we go back to the house, I want to get that hat, put it on. Yeah. Yeah. There um, at the house somewhere. <laughs> um, she's just taking me back to her house, like in showing me like through growing up, it's like this place was like a place of like a uh, hangout. It's like everybody, it was like everybody came and she was entertaining everybody. It's like, this was like the neighborhood, the people, it's like everyone felt comfortable and to, to just pop in and like, just this place of like Grand Central. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I have the chills because you just hit something 1,000% on the head. Most definitely. The answer is most definitely. Yeah. I just the hangout house. Yeah. Most definitely. And, you know, she, like, was so non-judgmental. Like, whatever mm -hmm. someone looked like, they were allowed in. And it wasn't like, you know, oh, we don't take those kinds. Like, please come in, you know, and like, like that and that's um kind of phil she's referencing like that's kind of where you got your your hospitality from it's like i don't judge anybody like i i give them the benefit of the doubt like like let's get let's give everybody a chance does that make sense oh yeah, yeah. definitely and yeah. like she's saying that that's like one of the traits one of her good traits that rubbed off on you <laughs> well, at least something rubbed off on me. One. <laughs> One. <laughs> no, but you got that's absolutely true. That's from that's absolutely true. Yeah. Um she's um she's she's motion taking me to the fridge, like motioning, like, oh, I've got all Phil's favorite foods in here. <laughs> this is true. And I got Phil's ice cream. <laughs> hey, what are you laughing about? You're good. This is my reading. You can't be laughing at my reading. <laughs> Funny. Wait, we got to be professional here. <laughs> um, and it's like um, sometimes you're at home and your own fridge, and you're looking for your favorite foods, like as if you were at home with mom. <laughs> True, except for the kids get to it first. <laughs> and it's like, what she's showing me is like, the fridge is your happy place. <laughs> Julie, don't make any comments. Don't make any comments right now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes I'm changing the refrigerator. Yes, I love the refrigerator. It's true. Three o'clock in the morning when everybody's sleeping, yes. <laughs> I told you discretion here. <laughs> um, that's sweet. And um, she's also showing like um that like Phil likes to like um like he's his uh, habit he likes is like to just fall asleep on the couch. And on the shows. <laughs> hey mom, you better not tell her too much. Could you hear me? That's it. Not my personal information out there. You are good. Absolutely. But why don't you say that? Because we just had All right, I keep watching movies. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not get in trouble, but yes, absolutely. Mostly watching movies. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I get a lot of my mind. Sure. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I wake um, up and say what happened in that part of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I paid twenty dollars for the movie to take all the four people in the movie theater, and it, and I wake up, it's like it's over already. I just lost twenty bucks. <laughs> he can sit in a chair and fall asleep, and I'm jealous because I, I me, it takes me like five hours to fall asleep, but he's just like boom out anywhere. <laughs> but that's um, crazy. Yeah, so. But that definitely resonates. You are right. Um, I'm laughing because it's true, and it, it's amazing how you picked up those little things, and that shows the validation of you and how authentic you are. Because, look, that's that's something that um, you know was kind of personal in a way, you know. And um, yeah. I just hope it's getting more deeper than that, you know. Um, but <laughs> I'm telling you. Allison, I will text you later and tell you why I'm laughing because I can't say it on air, but it's funny. <laughs> All right, can you let her finish the reading? It's all the good stuff about me. <laughs> and I hope the viewers and listeners aren't getting bored out there. This is important. This is about my life. Come on, guys. We have a lot of people in chat. We're going to have to start giving shout outs. Hey, Mom, you have the winning lottery numbers for tonight? Give me some good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get those off air. The winning lottery lottery yeah. numbers. <laughs> well, I um, want to. Um, all right, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. No, go ahead. Right. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, if you are you finished with Phil, because he'll get mad at me. Um, let me see if Mama has anything else to say. Um, um, she was just showing me her stockings. Like she would put them up. Like they, they go up half her leg. Um, does that have any connection? Like hose? It feels yeah, like I don't know the name of those socks, but those long, ugly, stupid socks back in the 60s and the 70s. I don't know what they were. Part of the fish tangle or socks. But yeah, I, I definitely can resonate with that. <laughs> and it feels like there's some sort of like um like joke around them. I mean, we laugh about it, of course. And I'm going back a hundred years ago. God, I'm ancient. Like her yeah. not, her not wanting to take them off. Like even when she's sleeping, it's like, oh. Ma, like take these off. <laughs> oh, that's probably something she would do. <laughs> um, so she's just, she's just like one was really just joking around with you, like to kind of joke and to show me her, your relationship, the nature of your relationship was really the basis of joking and having fun. It's like light. It was always light. Um, and the connection you guys have. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. No, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah. I really do. The refrigerator, the sleeping on the couch and the hospitality back in Staten Island, New York, where we grew up was an open door. Everybody ate. It was an open door policy. Today, we got to look through the window and peek who's at the front door and run. Um, it's a different world, different time, but I definitely agree. 1,000%. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Let's see. Let me see. Um, oh, so, uh, Caitlin says, so sorry about your mama. Oh, thank you. That That's nice. There's so many people on chat. Brandy, I'm trying to see. I have bad eyes, guys. Um, I can see you all. Joan, hi. Everybody's just hi. Hello. How are you? So many people in there. So wow. Just That's because of our guests because Julie, we never have more than three people in chat. Should we um address Mallory's question? She said, How how do you learn from it? For example, if you feel like you're feeling someone else's energy, but not yeah. your own. Of course. Um so one of the things that I I had to like to do research for myself was like, because I didn't trust myself. It's like I got, I would get something and then I wouldn't trust it for my own self. It was only after doing like all these readings that I really start to trust, like, okay, I know that I can trust that this is what I'm feeling. And so what I would do is when someone's learning, I would kind of just start by practice because the only way you're going to get good at something is by practicing something i've just had a lot of practice that's how i'm good is like that's the only difference between i feel like everybody's intuitive you know it's like we've shut down that third eye because the five senses the world 
shows us through the five senses and that's how we stay stuck in the matrix right but if you want to go beyond the matrix it's through the the six senses which is all those senses of the psychic senses right through the hearing the visual um the smell the feeling though all those senses are things that have been shut down so we have to develop those again um because over time we've just shut those senses down um, maybe we got scared, maybe we weren't comfortable, maybe we got in trouble for saying something. And so what we have to do is start practicing with those senses. So, you know, you could practice with another person or you could practice with um, yourself, like saying, okay, I'm, you know, my friend said she's going to go out tonight and then she doesn't, but I'm not, not feeling that she's going to do it, follow through. And it's like, just to test, to see, like, when you get that feeling, like, what does it feel like when it feels right? And like, that's like, you have to just to really um, expand those senses. You have to work with them just like anything, you know, because so many people want to know how to do it, but it's requires practice. But I agree. It's, it's, it does require a lot of practice. It does. You have an amazing gift and talent and your energy um it's very vibrant which is incredible and that's why you attract so many positive things i could see that you know yeah. um and, and that's great because you're receptive and yet you're helping people yeah i really i have done so much study so that when i'm in front of someone i can really like assist them to the most level because it's like it's be it's also beyond the psychic and the mediumship it's also coaching you know, to help people to, um, to like break through, like they're having something issue, like they need to like break through something, you know, like I, I also, I see a lot of lineage stuff that plays like patterns that repeat that are negative. You know, I kind of go, I kind of go after like the underworld. It's like, I'm the, I'm the, I'm a double Scorpio. So I like to go after the shadow and really to see what's blocking people and then to assist them to say, you know, like to move through that. Yeah. There is a That's question great. here. Um, Allison, can you read it? Yeah. How do you know if your spouse is the person that is meant for you? Is there a way to know and be guided by the spiritual world to know for sure? Um, what I would say for that is, I don't, I, and let's get your guys' feedback on this. From the perspective of relationships in general, I feel like people come in for lessons that you have to like learn. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, yes, this person is serving you right now with what you're- Soul group. They're part of the soul group. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes we want things, we look at things as permanent when it's not permanent. It's permanent in the spiritual realm of I needed to learn that lesson with this person. And then we look back at relationships, right? And like, why was I with this person? And then when, it's like a puzzle. And then when you look at the puzzle, like, wait a second, I learned this experience from this person and I moved on to this person. And, and that's the meaning of everything is that it's a learning curve. This is school. And that's yeah. earth school. Yeah. And I feel like it's not necessarily about the person. It's more about these are the lessons that I have to learn. So it's like, who is going to serve me the most in that? Like, but you won't know what necessarily lessons are. You know, the best thing I can say is like, I was married for 20 years and with like that relationship brought the worst version of me that existed on the planet to come out. It was like that stuff I had to work through to get to where I am now. But so would I say that that was the wrong person? It wasn't, it served me for where I, you know, it served me where I needed to go where I am now. And it's like, so I feel like there will, you know, there are relationships that I, that people come in and I feel like you can stay forever and learn lessons and stuff and maybe communicate in a more effective way to be able to work the relationship to stay together. And there's stuff that I feel like as you evolve, you don't evolve together. Yeah. You know, and you have to be like on the same page with your uh, continuously learning and evolving. Otherwise you outgrow the person. 
You know what I mean? If you're like improving your life, you want to like stop bad habits, stop like overeating, drinking drugs, whatever it is you're doing, like, and you were doing that with the partner and then you want to stop that. It's like, well, if that person's still stuck there, then you're not going to evolve. So it's like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. So I, to answer a question is, is that, you know, instead of asking, like, I, I don't ask, is this good or is this bad? Or is this negative or is this positive? I look at, is this serving me? You know, and I ask that question and that way I get a better answer than is this right or wrong or negative or positive? Because there is no, everything's neutral. You know, the universe is neutral. It's just like, what is your perspective on it? Yes, absolutely. Well, let me ask you this. I want to play devil's advocate myself. Yeah. Throughout time and history, Earth and the people on Earth have been nothing but a chaos of greed and mankind and selfishness and the overwhelming murders and mass suicides and governments against governments. And this has always been, and it always carries on. And you are, uh, you have these abilities as a psychic and a medium, and we see what's going on when you turn the news on now. Yeah. And we can't sugarcoat that in any way and say, well, you know, look, it is what it is, because the truth is we're living part of this problem. Now, we can't, obviously, we're, we can't fix the problem of governments and how they go to war and, and destruction. But where do you see things turning? Do you see uh, a light at the end of the tunnel of Earth and mankind? Or is the light at the end of the tunnel um, to each person's own existence and when they're getting taken away from this chaos yeah oh i feel like that's the question of the day because you cannot sugarcoat it and it is not a neutral effect okay yeah. it is death it is destruction and it's built on greed and greed and more greed it all turns down to what land is mine what's mine and, and the religion wars and so we see this right as a culture and, and where do you see this turning from mankind or yeah. is it part of the revelation where quite frankly we're in those times we're in the end times before okay. the light at the end of the tunnel so i'm going to answer that like in like two separate ways but this is how i see you know with with what you just shared it's like i you have gone down rabbit holes to find the information. And like, I'm sure a lot of the viewers too, like down these deep rabbit holes only to feel helpless. And um, my evaluation of what I decided and, you know, showing, sharing it so the viewers can adopt it too, is like, I came here as a light worker. Like there are people that are put into positions of power um, that, you know, um, like in politics or whatever it is that then they will, they have already, their life has already been organized, set up to like whistleblow at this one moment for that time. But like, I don't necessarily, I'm like here to raise the light. Like I'm not here to like worry about like, like that, you know, cause I'd be like, well, what do I need to do to, to put out the information to stop that, you know, or whatever. But I realized that I am here to raise the vibration and like help, to raise the vibration on the planet. And when I get like, when I get involved in all that stuff in my mind, I get lower my vibration. I can't assist people. So well, I get that. Yeah. So I wanted to share that so that people can feel that that's what their purpose is. If you, you know, aren't in a, in a position of power that if you spoke out, like you would actually make a difference, like meaning like in politics, it's like people, you know, there's some big players right now, like in the radio that are speaking out against this. I feel like these people were, their lives were set up so that they could have a big platform right now to really make a big difference and be an authority with integrity to speak out of what's going on. So in that, it's like, okay, that's what they were like put here to do. And it's like, I hear, feel I've been put here to like raise the vibration. But as far as what I, what, um, how I see the world going is there is two tiers of um, 
consciousness happening on the planet right now. And um, Dolores Cannon has spoken about this and I've had several other people that I know that have spoken about this, but there's the tier of like tier one. It's like, there's this destruction happening in the 3d world and that stuff is breaking down. And as that's breaking down, we're moving into a higher dimensions of reality and that's the 5d. And so some of us are, have already made the bridge to the 5d and how it's explained is, is that we won't see the people in the 3d. We'll only see if we've raised our consciousness, we'll only see the people in that dimension. Yeah. So there'll still be an earth that is destructed in the 3d and those people will be living in that. And then the people, the people that have raised their consciousness will be living in the uh, higher consciousness of the planet. Does that make sense? Well, it makes sense, but in reality, I get what you're saying. I, I, cause I'm a spiritualist. So I, I get exactly what you're saying and it makes sense. And the reality part of the sense is that we're at the will of the governments and whatever happens, happens. If you wake up tomorrow, you wake up tomorrow. If you aren't nuked. Um, so we could put ourselves in that higher place. I get what you're saying. And I agree with you. Um, but the higher place can be unfortunately overran by whatever happens. Yeah. And this is the reality is that you have a choice to focus on that. Right. Right. Focus on, you know, I'm here to like, regardless of circumstances that are happening, like I'm going to show up this way. You know, and that, that's what I do like every day. I'm like, okay, well, who do I want to be today? Like, you know, and when I, the choices, every single choice we make, okay. In the quantum world, there's, they said there's over 10,000 versions of you. So there's endless, countless versions of you that exist. So there's okay. of all of us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm, I'm just saying of me. I have to make light of it. <laughs> of me. But I feel bad for them. If there's 10,000 of me in that universe, then I feel really bad for them. Because I'm going to make choices. Julia says, please, I can only deal with one. <laughs> no idea what I go through here. 10,000 of me alone? Wow. So I kind of feel honored. Go ahead, finish. So there's a version of you in your old timeline that still exists. And, you know, wow. You're Wait, there it goes. There it goes. I was waiting to pull that out of you. I'm a spiritualist. I was waiting to pull that out of you in a different way. And I did. And I agree with you. And let me tell you why this, this guest tonight is real. Because I have had hundreds of guests on my show, Julie and I. Um, and knowing what I know and the information I know and what she just said rings true. And these dimensions... There's different segments of us through timelines that exist. And when I, and again, this is out there, this is true, and this is documented. Mm -hmm. I had an abduction, yes, alien abduction in the 80s. And I remember verbatim what happened to me, what this thing said to me. The voice came through, and this is what it said when I was 14 years old. He said, he stopped me in the middle of the street with his old kids playing in a dead of summer. Cars were trying to pass by. They couldn't. He says, Philip, are you having a good time in your life now? And through my mind, I'm like, yes. He goes, good. Because this is where you will wind up when your life journey is complete. And I was released. And what he had told me and was broken down to me when I spoke to various people around the world that knew about this field of UFOs is that we are dimensional ourselves and that it's my when it's my time to cross over somehow and again this is mind-blowing i go back to that same exact footprint and start from that point on to go through these experiences on a high vibration so the answer is we are also multi-dimensional and we and you said something else that rang true we have five senses in the physical realm there's abundance of senses when you cross over and they, they're here to teach as well some of these beings and let us know that it's not what you think it is. And there is no such thing as death. Death does not exist. We call it death decay of the body. 
we go on to other dimensions and platforms of ourselves in different versions. And some of us take on the same footprint and version and to see people around. And I know it's far out there, but it makes total sense when you really get into this field of the matrix and getting out of the matrix and wait, there's a karmic view of I may have to do certain things again to get it right the next time. Yes. So bang, kudos to you. Yeah. And also I want to say, I want to tell the viewers this, that um, the timeline. So how do we get to the higher timelines? Because that's the higher version of us. And that's through raising our frequency. We can get our frequency and vibration are the same thing. I'm just using them in different ways, but it's like we, when we raise our vibration, we can get to the higher timelines that we can exist at. Because let's just say I'm doing drugs. I'm drinking, I'm doing things that are detrimental for me, bad habits. I'm going to be at a lower timeline for myself versus like, I'm doing like, I'm doing the best thing I can do for myself. I'm really, um, I'm like, um, doing the work that I need to do. I'm eating a clean diet. I'm working out. I'm, I'm moving, pushing forward. I'm serving others. It's like, I'm on the higher timeline because I've raised my frequency. And at any one moment, I can lower that frequency and go back to a lower timeline. Yeah. But with this is also, there's no past, present, or future. So it's not linear. So the, the, the future's already happened. And we are in retroactive back to the future. So we already know what's happened with the planet. We've already been here before. And we're like responding to that. Yeah. And so what we can do to become the most powerful version of ourselves is we can realize that a lot of the stuff that we're repeating in these patterns is in the past. And we have to really have a strong vision, compelling vision for our future and be focusing our attention on that compelling vision. And that puts us on the higher timeline because it's more about like, who am I going to be? Who am I being? It's not necessarily what I'm doing. And as a result of that, it's like, I'm going to make choices that are aligned with the higher timeline. Like if I'm like this, some celebrity, I want to be in Hollywood. Well, then I'm focusing my attention on the future and the brain doesn't know the difference between whether it's real or not real. It's happened or not. If I'm uh, visualizing it and, and then the brain believes it to be true. Well, then I'm then focusing my attention in the future. Absolutely. And, and like the highest times for manifestation are in the morning and in the evening and when we right before we go to bed, because those are when our brain is in the theta brainwave state. And that's when we're suggestible to information. And so we can start to program our minds to believe the future's already happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with you. And I really feel like that's what like people, you know, feel depressed or they feel, you know, sad or they feel like they don't have purpose. It's like, well, then put your attention on the future and what you want to create. But the matrix has kept us into self-doubt and self-pity and like depressed and helpless and all that stuff. And so the, we're not going to get out of that except to focus our attention on the future and what we want to create. Because then Absolutely. we become creators of our reality rather than victims of our reality. Very good. I like that. I like that. That's nice. Allison, yeah. we have come to the end of the show. I mean, it's, it's, it just had flu, but I would love to have you back. There's so many people in chat that are, are asking questions. I would like to have you back on the show Yay. to maybe give readings to some of our um, people in chat. Yeah, um, I'd love to do that. It's an hour show, guys. It goes by so fast, so I apologize. I see there's so many people in there. Um, you have a lot of fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on tonight. We really, really appreciate it. It's been a great yeah. show. We love you. Yes. It's awesome. Yes. Thank you. And Julia, we got to do your reading, and we'll record yeah. it. We'll I'm going to have to do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for mine. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys. This is so awesome. It's a lot of fun. And to everybody out there, Julie, before you wrap up the show, to everyone who's listening, do you know where I'm going right after this seat? To bed. The, the refrigerator. The couch. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to eat, then I'm going to sleep. 
And they're going to wake up and say, what are we watching on TV? All right, Julie, wrap it up. <laughs> All right, guys, special, special thank you to Carnation for fully sponsoring the show from day one. We love them. Thank you so much. Please join us next week on the United Public Radio Network on 105.3 and 107.7 FM from New Orleans. Thank you, Allison, for coming on tonight. Thank you, everybody in chat. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Have a great night. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>